Hi, you're listening to Cookies and Cream, episode 29. So, you do you. What's the problem with that? We take a look at this. Lisa and I talk about the problem with the phrase, you do you. Um, we talk about a lot of just living for yourself and what that looks like and explore what even the Bible says about that and kind of how Jesus modeled not doing you. And so, listen in. We want to hear how, what you think. We want to hear where you're at. We want to hear how you discern and actually think through chasing your dreams, but doing that in a way that isn't narcissistic. And we go through a lot of things. We talk about a lot of things that we are challenging ourselves on as well. And yeah, so we just want you to listen in, tune in, chime in. Uh, it's just like chilling with us and hanging out with us and um and chatting so pump so amped it's gonna be cool it's gonna be fun cookies and cream episode 28 let's go you're listening to the cookies and cream podcast this podcast is all about everyday life and we want you to continue your day with the feeling that you're not alone so listen in on rob and lisa's conversations on faith marriage family and just about anything pertaining to their daily lives You get to peek into the world of two Africans living and raising their kids in America and their weekly outrageous experiences. Lisa, a social worker, mama bear who doesn't mince her words, and Rob, a pastor who does mince his words and also calls ground beef mince. If you're ready for real talk on some of the least talked about subjects, then this is the podcast for you. So get ready to buckle up and settle in for the ride. It's time to hear from your host, the coolest Zimbabwean couple on this side of the Mason-Dixon, Rob and Lisa. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Cookies and Cream. Happy Friday! It's Friday, guys. It's Friday. Last week we couldn't uh, we couldn't we couldn't record an episode because Lise, who's a champ, but she was under pressure. She was she was sick. She was she wasn't doing too good. She had um, yeah she had some. Yeah, some stuff in her chest. <laughs> bronchitis. That, uh, bronchitis, there we go. <laughs> I got bronchitis. I know, that's, that's all I can think what about. I just thought of in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't nobody got time for that, please. Ain't nobody yeah, got time for that. Intro. Yeah, we could like dance <laughs> if we, we just don't have the copyrights to it. Oh, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, oh, uh, our <laughs> I whole. I forget about that. Where did our whole podcast go? Well, we messed up, please. We done messed <laughs> up. <laughs> But anyway, she's uh, she's doing much better. But it and I and I promise it actually is Lise. Her voice is slightly different it still. It is me. Yeah, it still is her. It's still the same person. Um, but yeah, but you know, we've had some time away, and it, you know, all through a few cup a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and not having the podcast. But mm-hmm. we're away on vacation. You know, yeah. our annual vacation. Then yeah. we, then Lise got sick because you know, moms aren't really moms of toddlers <laughs> don't really go on vacation <laughs> they escort their children to it's a true. vacation it's true so yeah so so yeah so i think it all came down to a little bit of like all of that yeah and also just traveling on a plane yeah there's always yucky germs on planes. Yeah, there's sick people there yeah all the time all the sick people that's and why jesse germs <laughs> and swimming pools and <laughs> Okay, so funny thing about that, right? Yeah. We're talking about you, you know, 
I mean, we're talking about you do you, and you I didn't even you. I didn't even tell you this. There was tell a post me. of like um, I don't know. It's like a pro- <coughs> prosperity preacher. Uh-huh. I don't even know if I should call him a prosperity preacher. Or what, but anyway, he's one of those those preachers, not the ones with sneakers, by the way. But he's just <laughs> a preacher, and um, <laughs> and. <laughs> And um uh and uh, I'm laughing because our television's on and then some dodgy Victoria's Secret <laughs> ad just popped up and Lise just looked at me. It's like what, I, I I'm not controlling the networks. <laughs> oh man. Alright, it's it's off. Um but anyway, dodgy prosperity preacher, they asked him, So why'd you have two private jets? And he was like and is it true that you said that you don't hear demons? Wait, they're what? demons on commercial flights. Oh my gosh! Did he really say that? He said they're demons and they're sick people. So, so I think. So that's why he has a private jet. Yeah, because he's, he's got he's got two. He's got work. Does he to have do. like a chronic illness? He's got work to do. No, he's got work no. to do, and nothing's going to hinder him. Anyway, wow. I'm I, I'm not trying to make f- like light, but like you know, you got sick on a plane, and um. You know what I mean? If you Rob had to preach, if you had to preach, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I would, I could not. Like, I mean, fly you could not what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Own it's a like private jet? no. I'm saying like, yeah. I, like, I'm like, like, the, like, frontier is perfect. <laughs> it's right. like, even though you have to pay for, you know what I mean? You have to pay for. Have to pay for every bag that you bring on. Okay, you have to pay for. But still, it's still so much cheaper. Yeah. Than other airlines. Yeah, and you have to pay for your armrest. Oh my gosh, Rob! Excuse you're me, so sir. Dramatic. Would you like an armrest? That'll be thirteen dollars. So <laughs> your tray table is four dollars. <laughs> they bring, they screw it on <laughs> after you pay. Um. Anyway, so anyway, it's talking about you do you. He was like, listen, you I'm do just you. doing me. That's what he That's said. That's what he said? You got trapped by these reporters and I'm he was like. just doing me. He was like, you know what? Wow. I've got all this money. You know what I mean? God's chosen to Jesus? give me bucks. And he was like, I'm doing me, man. And I'm not trying to attack his, his, his but his answers were just not, they just, they were terrible. And that's the I thing. I feel like. Especially yeah. when you have that type of stuff yeah. as a believer, I feel like you should really think through how you're going to answer those questions because guaranteed people are going to ask them. Yeah. So, it's anyway. True. It's true. It's blowing up, man. And blowing up me on the internet. Me doing me is not really a good response. But you know what? <laughs> you doing you is not just, you know, and I think that's the thing. It's not just reserved for pastors and preachers. You doing oh, you. Oh, no. The, I would the, say it's, it's everybody. everybody. Yeah. Everyone who says, hey, I'm so a follower. In yeah. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah. It is your, like, your call to give an account for, yes. for what you have as well. Yes. Correct. So anyway, so yeah, so that's our that's our that's our that's our story today. So that's yeah. our vibe. That's yeah. our talk. We're gonna be talking about you doing you. Um, I think there's a review. There is, there is. We do have a new review. It is from our friend, and she used to be our neighbor. Yeah. Her name is Melissa. Yeah. Um, and she says, if you're searching for laughs, enlightenment total rawness and get real type of speak seek no more their vibe is amazing and i am honored to have been a part of their journey here in doylestown that's so cool 
That's so and cool. And she also says, I look forward to spending Friday mornings with you as I adore your love of the Lord, your powerful voices, and your friendship. That's so cool. That's like weird. It's very. I still feel like I'm like so thankful that she she left that kind of review, which is so cool because she actually so knows awesome. us. She does. But reading, she's heard out children. Reading the child. review is also a little bit like it feels very Kanye Westish. It's like yeah, I really enjoy. Like it's like you're saying that. <laughs> like it's like why, I'm why saying Kanye that West because Kanye gives himself compliments. And even though oh. you're reading someone else saying that, they're still saying that about us. It's so weird. It's that like, is, I never really even thought about that. That is weird. It's like, yeah, it's like... Oh, Rob, we're just doing, we're just Rob doing is so, us. Rob is so handsome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's true. And But here's the thing. You Lise, do you, man. <laughs> here's the thing. Like, part of this is like trying to think through like, okay, you have a podcast. What's the purpose of it? Like, are you just trying to be... Like, what are you doing? Like, you remember before starting this, how many times yeah. we had to sift through our own hearts and yeah. go, why are we doing this? Are Absolutely. we doing this just to do, just right. to be, yeah, just to, just, just to do it so that we can be like, oh, we're cool. Yeah. And then you have to really dig through the purpose. And if you, absolutely, if you've never heard us talk about the purpose, we absolutely think that we live in an age and in a time where conversations like this mm. can't quite happen on the platforms that that sometimes you know we have already you know it's not going to happen from the pulpit it might not happen it might not be talked about can't be talked through can't be right these kind of perspectives can't be given in a coffee shop when it's just mm-hmm. me sitting with someone but it's you get to hear two different perspectives even sometimes on, yeah. on the same thing yeah but our heart is if this can bring clarity mm. and this can bring a sense of fulfillment uh, enjoyment a, a sense of oh man i think i can talk about this subject with my other friends or that person yeah. at work that that's yeah. kind of wrestling with that then if it if it equips and encourages one person mm. you know we're like oh it's worth it yeah that's what i think i love the most about it when i hear from people that we actually know or get to yeah. interact with like one-on-one yeah. and they say oh i listen to this with my husband or i listen to this with my kid and then we got to have like great dialogue and conversation afterwards yeah i really like i really like that yeah and it is a part of every human heart that is doing them <laughs> like you know it's like True. there is a part True. of that None of and us you can't deny exempt. yeah you can't deny that it's when it's it's when you know it it becomes problematic when you know you're just like well i'm doing me yeah i don't care what you say I'm right do- i'm doing me mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know what some of the effects of that are yeah well i actually read a really good article about this okay so in the article i was talking about how the whole you do you statement and philosophy or um how it actually provides like a framework or scaffolding was the word they actually used. And I really like that. Yeah. Um, but for our ever evolving, ever more complicated narcissism and man did that just like scream out loud to me because I think it just kind of in- honestly reveals where we're at as like a society and a yeah. culture. And even the church, I think as Christians too, we've come become very narcissistic yeah um and so oh, yeah yeah just to define narcissism it means like excessive interest in oneself when you mm-hmm. define it like that and like man 
I think we all somewhat fall in that category. Yeah. Or like, Maybe not excessive, but we, right. we're pre-narcissistic. Well, yeah, we're yeah. like on our way there if yeah. we don't kind of catch ourselves or allow someone else to call us out on yeah. that sooner. And it feels so weird because I'll tell you this, like, you know, for example, the evolution of the selfie. Let's mm. be real. The first person who took a selfie, you remember the times where when when a selfie was like first starting out and it was like you know the thought process in you taking your first selfie was like why am i doing this yeah like yeah like you literally thought through like i'm really gonna turn a camera to face myself and take a picture and take a picture it was like the most like anyone the like only narcissistic celebrities were posting selfies. So You're like, true, you are such a self-centered <coughs> person. Social media as well. Like, how dare you think that someone wants to right. follow your day? Right. Now we're like, oh, geez, I have a story, man. Yeah. I have 15 stories to tell yeah. you today. And I'm it's going wild. to tell you. And we've... It's wild, actually. So it's like the camera's pointed to ourselves and... Oh, man. That's so good. And and so it's like weird. It's it, it, But it's not weird anymore. It's not no, like... It's not. Oh, yeah. It's normal to, 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 to think of yourself that excessively. Wow. Like, and, and edit and put filters and say, well, the world needs to see me. Like, think through wow. the process of like even posing for your own photo and then going and everyone's done this to some degree very yes. few a select yes. few that have like mansions in heaven they they have not done this but will you even adjust something in the background and you're like mm. oh look look at me and and so that's yeah. i think we we have to start by i think we actually have to start by going like we have we're broken in that way yeah in some in, yeah we're so like broken like as a society yeah yeah and we all have a piece of that brokenness to to own so true and go geez like man <coughs> i am like i am like so focused on myself mm-hmm. and um yeah and, and and i and i need to admit that first and i think maybe too even like our desire and need to be or need of approval from others because Mm. i think Mm. too like even if you're not necessarily inclined to that way you're like well if i want to gain followers or like business tips from marketing people are like make sure your customers know you so make them feel like they know you like they're your best friend like they know your life yeah um so I think even the part that we play in that, we were like, we demand that from other people and want that. Yeah. We want to see. We want to. Yeah. And then that flows into like, you know, if we have that as a foundation, then all of a sudden it's like, you know, well, who am I to judge? Like, yeah. geez. Yeah. You do you. You go yeah. ahead and just, yeah, you do you. And and whatever that means, I know, right? do you boo is kind of like oh man like I may I may not I may not be like that but hey yeah who can judge you yeah it's very do much what you like gotta that. do that's true and it's like so so okay so yeah. there's there's obviously a problem with that yeah there's obviously a problem with that sure. <laughs> um, it's hard to it's hard it's hard to dissect it though I know it is because there's like 
chase your dreams, follow your dreams, but then yeah. there's you do you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, uh, okay, can I give you an example? I remember back in Zimbabwe, like, everyone was like, you know, I remember going uh, and, and, and there was like a little bit of a vibe and it wasn't just one church that had this, it was multiple churches and it was like, churches were kind of going, hey, you, you're all going to own businesses. And I remember someone, it was like a speaker coming up and he was like, okay, so listen, guys, if your aspiration is all of you in the church, all of you, the message is you're all going to own businesses. That's the message. That's what you're selling. If God is going to bless you, he's going to bless you and make you all own businesses. Who's going to pick up your trash? <laughs> so Like true. who's going to drive the dump, the dump truck to pick up your trash? And yeah. I was like, well, maybe yeah, we'll own a dump truck business, <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, and you can die. But it was like, who's going to clean your table? Yeah. Who's going to who's going to wait on your table at the restaurant? Like, yeah. who's going to do that? Like, it was like, listen, you stop taking away the dignity in just someone who's who's doing everyday work. And it doesn't feel called to be the boss. Yeah. But now it's like we're all hey, bosses. You be your own boss. Yeah. Girl boss. Yeah. And it's like, but who's like, you know. The person in the in the restaurant, like who who's cleaning, is like, you know, maybe maybe they have their side hustle that makes them a boss because everyone right. has to feel like right. a boss, and 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 maybe the birth of the side hustle isn't necessarily out of financial constraint, but more in I need to be a boss, mm. more than I need the money. Yeah, I need a boss. I need to be a boss because if you need the money, you might get two jobs, but if you want to be a boss. You can have your own side hustle business where you are. And, hey, I'm there too. I have a job. And you can also go to robchifukoyo.com where I'm the <laughs> boss, right? I'm like, yo, I picked the colors on this thing. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, it, it's all that stuff. You know, we we can't just talk about stuff without, ch- you know, challenging our own hearts. You know, mm. that's not who we are. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we process the stuff. And me, maybe a little bit more, I process I you know I self assess a lot my intentions and motives yeah which is which is good because then you can check out but I I thought that was interesting when I saw that because that is yeah because we're encouraging people to to just be to like you do you you check your dreams you don't right don't serve right. anyone else absolutely. serve yourself absolutely and they were like and then serve God <laughs> right <laughs> right. Whoa, it's real, people. Hey, it um, is. it's it really real. Is. So, so, I mean, like, just even thinking about it now, it's like, um, yeah, culture. Like thinking about like how culture is shaping that, and um, and I think one of the things that you know, obviously, you know, there's not the end all be all, and you are listening to our podcast. So, in past, in a, in a way, you're like kind of in our space a little bit, <laughs> but but you invited into that space but one of the things is like hey you know what do you think about this like what are the parts and pieces that might be missing yeah, from this yeah for and what sure. does it look like yeah i think even with this you can't like i almost feel like you can't look at the you do you stuff without like what the article termed like expression siblings yeah. and so like hate is gonna hate it is what it is. And I think that even goes with what you were just saying. 
like in oh chase your dreams like and even if that ticks people off like nobody cares you know yeah haters yeah you're always gonna have haters yeah yeah someone's gonna hate what you're doing so anyway but it's just so the just door. do it it's yeah. just a door to criticism and, and 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 some some level of accountability. Exactly, absolutely, and I think it because like everyone self justifying yeah. yeah. like because everyone yeah. who asks you why are you doing that yeah. is you a hater. Like yeah, the exactly. haters. You just you're not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's you hard. don't want to see me succeed. You don't yeah. want to see me. You don't want to see me be me. Yeah. And you know you do okay. Do you know this person story? It's it's real, and I felt that in my life before. I'm not, you know, like I said, I'm not exempt. Sometimes, I've embraced criticism as someone who's just been a who's just been a hater, right? Yeah. They got their PhD, play haters degree. And granted, they are some people. <laughs> yeah, some people They're are really trying are to not do that. For you. Yeah. They really do just want to criticize you and beat you down and cut you off at the knees. Yeah, that's. The, so. You know, we don't want to be like, but I, I think, I think everybody listening can get the gist of what we're saying. Yeah. Or maybe not, but that's okay. You can disagree, but we welcome that because <coughs> we're not just doing us. We're, we're having a conversation. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah. So anyway, guys, listen, the podcast today, just to say, we're just putting this out there and obviously it's, uh, it's also, con- you know, obviously we can only go as far as Lise can go. Um, I'm sorry. But part of it is just like having a conversation about this. And maybe here's the deal. Here's what you can do this Friday. Maybe you can go away and you can say, hey, listen, I, you know, you brought up some stuff. You know, some of those thoughts are a little incomplete. Like, because we didn't maybe have the opportunity to really land what we're doing with, you know, you do you and going through all of that. But maybe you yourself start to kind of self-assess and go, oh, okay, well, you know, what, what's the difference between chasing my dreams and then just me just, you know, kind of steamrolling through every bit of wise counsel and, and advice that I can get and not weighing it and seeing every bit of, like, good advice as as stopping my mm. stopping my you know my my heart and my dreams and you know being an enemy of my dreams mm. and i think it just goes beyond that it goes into our lives you know i think the life of a christian you know one of the things is we we submit to a lord and savior we submit there's a submission in that and it's not a popular word but there's no two ways about it yeah. you know we read a book of people who were submitted to god and that's yeah. why we have that that that's why we actually know him because yeah. they were like surrendered like I'll die for him. Yeah. And I'll die for this message to go out. Yeah. They weren't doing them at all. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and I think even part of that is because they knew like whose they were, you know, they knew what they were living for. Mm. And I think sometimes when we think of like you do you or um most of the time I feel like that statement comes out of maybe even not necessarily the dream side, but even just talking about like our brokenness. Mm. Mm. And I think, you know, like you shared recently on your social media platform about affirming brokenness. Mm. On my page. You know, yeah. and how we and how we love people where they're at, because Jesus did that, but Jesus never left them the same. Yeah. And I think sometimes with the you do you, it stops us 
from being able to speak truth yeah and to lovingly yeah encourage someone away from their sin and their brokenness yeah yeah you do you was never in jesus's vocabulary jesus wasn't jesus was like i'm not even doing me Right. Like, I only do oh what gosh, the father so Yeah. I only do what the father shows me. I only do what yeah. he says. So that's what I'm doing. I'm obedient and I'm surrendered and submitted to my father in heaven. Yeah. And so he was even yeah. going like right up in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was like, Yo, if I wanted to do me, I'm out. Right. It's painful. So I can true, see what's man. coming. It's the burden, the weight, the ugliness, the darkness is too much. It's so much. Yeah. And then yeah. it was like, but I'm not going to do, I'm not going to mm. just do me. What I'm going to, I'm going to stick to the plan that yeah. honors you so and good. glorifies you. And, and that goes beyond everything that goes, so I think sometimes we, we, we think of, and, and I just broaching the subject of this, like, like, you know, brokenness and molly coddling it and mm. saying, and embracing it, like actually affirming it in in some ways, it's a very dangerous, dangerous place. Like, yeah. If I affirm someone's brokenness, and I've been here before, and I've mm. probably never even told you this, but there's people's lives, you know, in my early early stages of Christianity where I thought loving them was just kind of going, well, I'll just walk beside you mm. and, and, never, and never actually point out the brokenness and then point out where life is. Because even in my little talk on, yeah. on Instagram, part of my heart was saying that, you know, Jesus never affirmed brokenness because I was reading this stuff that's almost like a misrepresentation of Jesus. Well, Jesus would love first, but complete the sentence. Then what would he do? Yeah. yeah. Jesus would love first and then what? Yeah. And even if you're trusting Jesus, what is he asking you to do? Like, what is he saying you must do? And it's like, sometimes I'm like, geez, like w- when I look at something, I'm like, I know that. I know that it goes beyond that. But what if I had no knowledge of the Bible and I see, oh, mm, yeah, my Chris, so well, true. this is my friend who's a Christian and they're telling me that, well, well this is great. Good point. You have now put yourself in the position of, of almost like saying, oh, well, I'm good with undermining the the whole truth. Yeah. And, and I do think this too, Lisa, I was thinking this and I was like, I don't, you know, back back when we, it was like my youth pastor used to say this, like, hey, the enemy doesn't come in here with horns and a tail. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, otherwise you'll be the dumbest deceiver. <laughs> be the dumbest deceiver. It's like deception. Whenever you've been deceived, and I was like, think about when you've been deceived. Yeah. When someone has tried to steal money, like, you know, those fake IRS guys who right. give you a, fo- a phone call and say, well, it's, you owe the IRS. And you're like, oh my gosh, they sound <coughs> legit. Yeah. They sound legit. Yeah. Like people who are who are good at deception actually look like the real thing. So true. Like if you so true. like if you're if you're a lady out there or a dude out there and you dated someone who just was out to destroy your heart, you're not dumb. Like they they portrayed themselves as one thing for for a while until the real thing came yeah. out. Yeah. And I was like some of the things that we're buying into right now in culture as Christians, the bait that we constantly mm. take, whatever that is, whether it is um, material possessions, whether it is, um, whether it is even, and I'm, and I'm, I'm just going to say it, whether it's like 
what we what we what we watch and listen to and the things that we are kind of submitting and surrendering and saying well how bad could it be mm. um it, or even identity politics which is w- one thing that we always but like just yeah. we're fighting we're, we're, we're falling into like i think one of the things is like hey we're just saying okay you do you and we're doing that to everyone now yeah. now we're going well yeah. you know what what does it matter? It's porn. It's porn, but you do you. And it's like, what? Yeah. Eight years ago, you wouldn't have said that. Eight right. years ago, you'd have been like, hey, man, I don't think that's, I don't think that's honoring God. Yeah. But now, you who are you, who are you to judge? I like, know. and it's like, oh, yeah. well, I'm not judging. I'm not judging someone who's standing in the middle of the road while a truck is coming right. to hit them. Right. And saying, get out of the road. Right. I'm actually, I think I'm loving them. Mm-hmm. I think you are not loving them by not telling them a truck so is true. coming. So true. And so I think that, yes, Jesus would love first, cause us to love people, cause us to be loving. And absolutely. Um, I know I'm going on a little bit of a, of, of a thing here, but, but really it's been heavy on my heart is yeah. that Jesus would also go, hey, does anyone condemn you? I mean, he goes to the woman caught in adultery right. and he says, you know, right. Okay, the person without sin casts the first stone. Jesus is like, well, I'm the only one without sin. Yeah. So I'm the only one who can cast a stone and I'm not casting one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That's not the end of the story. Right. Go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. Jesus goes, he, he doesn't say, oh, well, go and live exactly yeah. how you were living you before. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, nah, go and sin no more. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and so... And so that is a truth. Yeah. That's the whole truth. Yeah. And deception yeah. is partly true. Yeah. That's all deception. So true. Partly true. Yes, you're kind of sound like the IRS guy, but you're not. Yeah. It looks like a card machine, but it's actually taking, it's actually swiping my numbers. Right. It's right. like there's, there's some little bit of truth even mm. in deception. Mm-hmm. And so, hey, I mean, um, you know, brokenness, and and I and I and I wanted to to say to end with this because it's like I'm like, well, it's a pastor and he's like sort of preaching, <laughs> but you know, even when I was talking about brokenness and to say, like I go to the doctor, I have my five year appointment. That's what I was talking about essentially. Yeah. And I was like, you know, yeah. I went to the doc, and I was like, man, those doc- doctors just come in and give you the real. They yeah. sit in. I just met a. They're very met, direct. Yeah, met this doctor for yeah. the first time. Yeah. And actually, they have to be right they because do. legally, if they if they don't tell me stuff, yeah, even stuff that I don't want to hear. <coughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think pastors and churches, and I think Christians, oh, yeah. should be held to that stat to the, like, hey, if you don't tell the truth, yeah. you should be held accountable for something. Absolutely. Like you, so so. I think fundamentally the difference is this, Lise, and it struck me. The church we read about in the Bible, right? Yeah. It's like, and I know this is like a big thing, but the church we re- read about in the Bible, their their power is not they have a guy that can speak or that they have a band that can play music mm. or they have a facility that's attractive and comfortable. Yeah. It there, there's no one rocking skinny jeans and rips and going well, well that's why I go to that church yeah and it's not oh the guy was funny and he had a great three points yeah the power is they 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 gave everything that they had yeah. to the church so people sold land yeah 
I just try and think about this. Every community that feels disenfranchised by the church, anyone, anyone who feels like, oh, you know, the church hasn't been real. Yeah. Imagine if a, if, if, in, if a church saw everything they had, brought it to the church and said we were trying to take care of needs. It would be, be millions of dollars. Yeah. And they were like, and we've done this for the purpose of taking care of people's mm. needs. That will be that will be powerful because yeah. there is not one person in the community who would not be touched by that compassion, and there wouldn't be there wouldn't be one person left in that community that would say, "This is the most powerful thing I've seen." Yeah. Why would all these people give mm. up everything for me? Yeah, so they don't true. know me, and that was the power of the church. Yeah, and there were people being healed. And there were, so the church now is like, you know, I feel like we are longing for power in the church. Oh, for sure. For and, sure. And that ultimately at the end of the day, I guess, is, is I think is an amazing show of, of, of love yeah. to a community. It's, it's more than just hugs. It's, it's, hey, I'm willing to give up my life for you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, can't argue that. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, so anyway, doctors tell you the real, they give it to you straight. They're loving you when they do that. They're, yeah. they're doing their job well. Yeah. They might not be loving, but they're doing their job well when they do that. Yeah. And so I think in this culture where it's like you do you and just looking even at Second Corinthians 5 and I was like, just like earlier on, just chat, ch- 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 you know, looking at it. I was like, wow. Mm. It's like, you know, s- scripture's powerful. And, um, and yeah. Like verse twenty says, we're ambassadors of Christ, making his appeal, and and God is God, making his appeal through us. It's like we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Mm. The cry of the people who are ambassadors of Christ is crying out to people who are not reconciled to to yeah. God, to be reconciled with them, whatever that means. Mm. Submit, <laughs> don't do you. Follow this God who has done everything for you. That's mm. basically the story. But anyway, yeah. it's a bit of a preach there. But uh, resting Lisa's voice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Thank you. You'll hear more from me next week. Yeah, next when week. When I can actually talk without straining. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good, Lisa. It's so good to, to, to hear, to, to just know that, you know, you wrote something. Yeah, and you, you know, because Lisa... Pre- He's prepared prepared this this podcast actually, so guys, hand it to her. <laughs> but you know, Eurotia, we need God to overcome our sin and brokenness. Yeah, because like we can't. We, that's no one is in the business of repairing that. No, no, no. amount. Now I know you're cool, Frenchie. I know you're a great friend. Yeah, but we need God. Yeah, and so absolutely. So anyway, you do you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. But we're checking out, guys. And we we're, are. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Absolutely. And uh, we'll catch you next week.